I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 35 on the Merry Biz podcast with Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. You guys are going to love today's episode with Dr. Brett Hill. So we met Dr. Brett Hill way back when we first started our blog. His podcast was the first podcast we ever got interviewed on, That Paleo Show. It was so much fun. So today we're launching something super exciting called Merry Maker Club. It's an online membership that gives you access to recipes, meal plans, training videos, an online supportive community, and also mentors. So that's why I want to tell you about it because Dr. Brett Hill is actually one of our mentors inside the club. Dr. Brett Hill is a chiropractor, so he talks a lot about posture, a lot about healthy movement, and he just has a lot of knowledge on over, I guess, overall well-being. We're just, we're really excited about the club. We can't wait to get into this episode because Dr. Brett Hill is a little bit different to all of our others. He's a doctor, but he also has this online business kind of world as well. So it's like tying in, you know, more of a traditional role and then bringing in the online space. So I know that a lot of you guys are going to learn so much from this, how you can take a traditional role or a traditional job and bring in the online world into your business. So I can't wait to get into this episode. If you guys want more info on Merrymaker Club, we would love you to check it out over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash club. We have a super exciting special deal for you guys who listen to Merrybiz. If you use the coupon code MERRYBIZ, When you do purchase it, you will get a special little discount from us. But let's get into today's episode. I know there's a lot of gold to be shared. Woo! Fun. Let's do it. I'm going to count you in. How long is it? A half an hour. Okay, cool. (laughs) In stereo. I love it. Yeah. Bloody hell. We should do your intro in stereo just for me. No! Imagine if we did that. All right. Oh, God. I'm going to laugh. You better. I'm funny. You are funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Carla, come on. Okay. Three, two, one. Today's guest is co-host of two of Australia's top rated health podcasts, public speaker, paleo advocate, chiropractor, barefoot runner, and author. He regularly appears on TV, radio, and in print, and he's inspired thousands of people over the last decade to live a long, happy, healthy life full of energy and vitality. We are so excited to welcome our very good friend, Dr. Brett Hill to Mary Biz. Hey girls, how are ya? <laughs> good. So good. We're so excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be on the show. It's so much fun chatting to you girls. 
It really is. We've been on um, Brett's podcast, I think, three times now for yep. that paleo show. And it's about time we got him on Mary Beers. Definitely. <laughs> you were one of our top people to come on the show. So definitely Aww. excited for this interview. <laughs> so Brett, the first question we ask all our guests is what has been on your agenda today? Today I've been, yeah. well, I've been podcasting today. So, <laughs> so today is, I, I got up this morning with my kitties. So, you know, we did breakfast. I made school lunches. I got them all ready and dropped them off to school. Today was the first day my kid didn't want me to walk them into their classroom. So they were like, see you, Dad. And I was like, oh. And, you know, it's the thing as a parent where you're like, oh, that's a little bit sad, but it's kind of a little bit exciting too. Like yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not one to mourn all of the milestones of my kids yeah. like some parents seem to. I, I think it's like awesome. They're on to their yeah. next step. They're growing. They're learning. They're developing. That's exactly what I want for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as much as I was a bit like, oh, I was a bit like, that's awesome. I love it. They're becoming mm-hmm. independent little people and that's cool. So that was my morning. Cool. I did that and then I did this amazing interview with the Merrymaker sisters, <laughs> two amazing girls for that paleo show. So have I not had you girls on the Wellness Guys yet? No. no. Oh, my oh, God. We were, but we spoke with Damien All right. by ourselves. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I, yeah. I was going to say, how have we not had you on the Wellness Guys? Surely we it have. It was a lot of fun because it was a, a real life, in yeah. real life interview, and I think it was just us laughing the entire time. I don't think I actually said any words. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Damien just talked and I laughed and, and he jokes. He made jokes the whole time. It, it was, was just hilarious. hilarious jokes. There you go. There you go. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one because I think I missed it. <laughs> So, so that's my day today. And then, so they'll finish podcasting. I've sort of got a bit of a do day today. It's kind of my day where I get all of my boring stuff done and, you know, send letters to my accountant and, you know, go do my shopping and clean my house a little bit and all those sort of things. And then this afternoon at four o'clock, I'm in practice for a couple of hours. So I, I do my chiropractic thing. People cool. come in. I adjust their spine and nervous system, keep them nice and healthy, free from interference. Mm-hmm. And then I have the kids. We have some dinner. We do beds and baths and stories and those sort of things. Um, and then Friday night, I'll probably just chill and maybe watch some Netflix. Oh. <laughs> Netflix. How's that sound? I love it. Oh, that sounds like the most amazing day ever. And I love that you call it your do day. Yeah. I think we should implement a do, do day. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I got that from Lawrence Tam. He's good at all that productivity stuff. He's much more productive mm. than me. That's awesome. <laughs> So, Brett, we know your story. We've heard it a couple times, but some of our listeners might not know where it all began for you and how you actually came about doing what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends how far you want to go back, doesn't it? I mean, really. All the way back. All right. All the way back. So, (laughs) I was born in Adelaide. No. um, So, you know what? I reckon the furthest back I can go is when I was in about year two or year three at school, I was asked by my teacher to draw on a piece of paper what I was going to do when I grew up. So I drew on the piece of paper myself in a suit, ironically, because you know how much I love suits. I drew, (laughs) but I was in a suit, and I was going to be a physiotherapist when I grew up, from the age of like seven. Right. But then the other half of my page was me. I drew myself, I think, in a suit again, actually, um, and I was going to be a waiter while I worked my way through university. So even from that age, like my mum was so chuffed that from the age of seven, I realized that I was going to have to work. A, I was going to go to university (laughs) and B, that I was going to work my way through it. I was actually going to pay my own way. She thought that was pretty cool. So that's probably as far back as it goes. Um, But, you know, when I got to probably, I was always pretty good at school. I was quite academic. Like I was still Mm -hmm. sporty and stuff, but I was a bit of a nerd. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was a bit serious about school and studious and all those sort of things. But when I got to about the age of 16, I reckon, mm-hmm. I kind of got to the stage where I went, this isn't really working for me. Like 
as I said, I was a bit nerdy. I had a lisp. I used to get my R's and W's all mixed up, so I was a bit like kind of Elmer Fudd. So I hated public speaking. That was my worst number one fear. Never wanted to do anything in front of people or in front of a class. Um, and I just kind of got to the stage where I went, do you know what? I'm not having as much fun as I should be. Um, and so mm. I kind of set myself a bit of an objective to try and have more fun, to try and mm. – and ultimately what it came down to, I think, was just trying to say yes to more things and get out and do more things. Um, and that. so that kind of led me on a little bit of a journey. And, and as I started going along, then I started to have to start thinking at about the same time about what I was going to do with the rest of my life. So mm. I got out the job guide. Do you remember that big book that has like yeah. every single job? Yeah, I remember that big book. <laughs> I remember highlighting things. Yes. I remember thinking I have no idea what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. So I got out that book and I read every single job in that book because I was that kind wow. of kid. right? And then I circled anything I was even remotely interested in and then all the ones I circled, I started reading more about. And so wow. I started reading about this one called chiropractic and it just made sense. Like I said, I'd always loved, um, I'd always wanted to do something where I help people, you know, as you can yeah. see from that drawing. Um, I'd always loved nature. Like growing up, I loved the outdoors. We used to go camping as a family. I did cubs, scouts, venturers, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I, I loved the outdoors and I loved nature and I was kind of fascinated by natural cycles and the way nature worked. Mm. And so when I came across chiropractic and it was kind of this more natural approach to health, it just made sense, you know. And then if I got my spine functioning right, then my nervous system would function right and my body would be healthier, that just made sense to me. So yeah. I kind of decided that's what I might like to do. But I'd never seen a chiropractor. I had no idea what they did. Wow. So I thought, well, if I'm going to do this the rest of my life, I probably should go see one, see what they actually <laughs> yeah. do. Right? So I walked up to the chiropractor and said, I'm here, you know, <laughs> do what you do. And they were like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, well, nothing, I don't think. <laughs> And so, the, interestingly, the first chiropractor I went to see was actually quite sort of pain-based. You know, they were much more just musculoskeletal oh. oriented and they were sort of like, well, we're not quite sure what to do with you, whereas many chiropractors are much more wellness-focused. So, I yeah. sort of I sort of dumped that one, went and found another one <laughs> and they said, look, we're just going to check you out. If there's stuff going on in your spine that's not functioning very well, if it's causing interference to your nervous system, then we're going to get rid of that and your body will function better without that interference than with that nerve interference. And I went, God, cool, cool, that makes sense. So they started adjusting me. I started noticing changes like, you know, I, my asthma went away completely. Wow. All of a sudden, my sleeping improved out of sight. Like I used to take me two or three hours to get to sleep each night. I just thought that was normal. My immune system improved out of sight. Like as a kid, I was never like horribly sick, but I was probably on antibiotics about half a dozen mm. times a year. And we just yeah. thought that was normal. The doctor seemed yeah. to think it was normal. They just write the script away we went. So yeah. I discovered this thing called chiropractic. And then... As I started learning more about chiropractic, as I started going to seminars, you know, these chiropractors that always be talking about, you know, the lifestyle factors that, that cause people to end up in this chiropractor's office. And they talk about physical, chemical, emotional. And so I just started getting really fascinated by the whole health and wellness side of it. And I guess the more I studied that, the more of these amazing seminars I went to, the more I realized that there was this amazing wealth of information out there that the average person on the street just didn't even know about. Yeah. They just didn't have access to. So that kind of became my passion then, was to try and share that with as many people as possible. You know, that led me to then um, writing articles for the local newspaper, which then led me to doing some radio stuff, which then led me to writing a book, which then led me to launching some podcast shows. Now we've got a whole podcast network. I think we've yeah. got 20 shows on our podcast network now. Crazy. Which is amazing. Getting over a million downloads a year, which is incredible. Um, so that was, that's kind of the story. Like it just, and it just sort of, I think I've said it before, it just kind of steamrolled from there. Like it was, there's never, to be honest, I've never really had a conscious direction in terms of yeah. where I was going in terms of my health and wellness stuff. I've never actually really sat down properly and had a plan or an idea mm -hmm. of where I'm going and what I'm doing or 
who I'm doing it for. It's it's mostly been this is something I like. This is something I'm passionate about. It seems like there's some other people who might like to know this, so I'm just going to share it. Yeah. Well, I think like it's definitely like your intuition, I guess, leading you and I guess like opportunities and chance meetings that might impact your business. Like how are you going to work with your business going forward? Like are you going to change it up or will you continue going with the flow? Well, I think I'm going to do a little bit of both. I I think I'll always kind of go with the flow a little bit, but but I think I've realized that you know, in order for me to help more people and have an impact mm-hmm. on more people, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I think people kind of need to have a clearer idea of who I am and what yeah. I'm about so that they can kind of look at me and go, oh, yeah, he's someone who can help me with whatever. You know, whereas yeah, at the moment yeah. it's kind of like, okay, I've got how to eat an elephant. I've got a book about how to get your kids to eat healthy. Yeah. I've got a electrolyte drink for endurance athletes, you know, yeah. and then I've got a barefoot running book. It's like, well, who yeah. is this guy? Like, what would I go to him for? I don't kind of know. Yeah. So. I think I'm going to have to get some more direction around that. So one of my strategies at the moment, I've just actually put together a big um, survey monkey, um, which is like an online survey. And I'm going to send that out to everyone who's on my newsletter list. I'm going to share that on social media um, and just get everyone to give you know, give their perspective on uh, on me and like yeah. who I am and what I do and what they think I'm good at and all that sort of stuff. But then also on them, like who are they? Who are the people mm. who follow me? What do they want? Because yeah. that's what it's really all about. Like probably up until this stage, I've been quite selfish. Like I just kind of write about what I like and what I'm interested yeah. in and what I think. Um, and that's been great. And certainly, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people have resonated with that and listened to it and got benefit from it. But I think now I'm really curious about finding out what other people want so that I can make sure that I'm actually really helping other people with their problems, I guess. Mm, so Totally. I think there's going to be a bit of a shift in direction. You know, I don't think I'm someone who can just pick a niche and stick at that for the rest yeah. of my life. Like, that's just not me. I will get yeah. so bored. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be like I'll pick a niche. I will might work on it for a period of, you know, 12 to 24 months and, you know, build up some stuff around that mm-hmm. and then probably go, oh, I want to jump over here now and do something yeah. different. So even at the moment, like I can see, you know, I've got a couple of different areas I'd sort of like to head in in terms of, my next exciting projects and motivators, but I'm pretty keen to sort of get my little survey first and find out what other people yeah. want before I jump into the next one. Oh, I think that's so awesome. And I think like you said it, like doing work that you are passionate about, like that's going to be your best work. And yeah. I think like connecting what the audience wants and your passions, like that's the sweet spot. That, that's the key, I think, is making yeah. sure mm-hmm. that it's, you know, feeling like doing the stuff that I love yeah. and doing the stuff that people need because I love it when people get benefits and make changes. And, exactly. you know, so, you know, it's both kind of doing what I love. It's just getting a bit clearer around that. I yeah. Think. Yeah, well, there's that. nothing more valuable than audience feedback. And I think, I can't remember who told us, but it's like your brand is what people say about you behind your back like yeah. you know what they think about you so I think you're getting the, the exact feedback that you need to kind of craft your next step so that's so exciting yeah it's gonna be fun amazing so Brett has there been like a big influencer in your life like maybe growing up or now that has kind of like led you in this direction oh that's such a good question I think there's been heaps of them like mm-hmm. I mean there's just been so many people along the way who've had a profound influence on me I would say you know, my first influences were really a couple of local chiropractors in South Australia who would run a chiropractic philosophy club. And and they oh. would get together and they would predominantly get chiropractic students to come along and they would just talk about the chiropractic worldview, for want of a better word. Like, And, and it's kind of our worldview, right? It's like they'd talk about how 
you know, your lifestyle impacts on your health and how what you eat is important, the way you move is important, how, Mm -hmm. you know, the way you exercise, the the way the thoughts you think, the, you know, and and that free expression of that information between your brain and your body and your body and your brain, which is obviously the chiropractic part of it and how that leads to health. And so that was amazing. Like these people would come, volunteer their time to talk to students just because they were passionate and they loved Mm. it Um, and it would just fire up. So they were my first influences. Um, you know, along the way, there's been lots of other people, you know, be they chiropractors, you know, people like James Chestnut, who's an amazing chiropractor from Canada. Um, you know, obviously, Lawrence and Damien, who I do my podcast show with, have been a massive influence mm-hmm. on me along the way and have taught me so much stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've been really privileged to interview so many amazing people. I mean, just yeah. New York Times bestsellers from all over the world um, who just have, been, you know, have shared all their information. And, you know, the, the amazing thing about doing the Wellness Guys and that paleo show is, I get to interview these people and I get to ask them the questions that I would love to ask them. You know, yeah, it's like my totally. own little counselling session sometimes, yeah. you know, and once again, I do try and ask questions for the audience as well. But, but you know, I get to ask, you know, so you just learn so much and soak yeah. up so much. Um, you know, I would say one of the other ones that was probably a big one for me was um, Jack Canfield. Um, I don't know if you've read his book called The Success Principles. No, I haven't, um, but I like saw something about him on Facebook mm. this morning. Like I've never read his name before, but I've read it this morning. What? That's weird. There you go. The Success weird. Principles Ooh. is an amazing book. It's pretty cool. it's pretty solid, but it's it's a bit like my book. It's broken up into like lots of little chapters oh. of little actions you can oh, do. I love that. And uh, and it's awesome. It's really, really cool. So that book was probably a big influence on me. I reckon I might wow. read it again as I'm talking about it. Uh Ooh. because it's it's amazing. And it's it's one of those books I think that's kind of just based on all of those truths that have been around forever mm. about, you know, about mindset, around wealth, around health, around, you know, all of those topics of, you know, the, the, the secrets that I guess that the people who've done that well have always known, you know, yeah. um, and many of them really haven't changed that much. I mean, obviously, you know, things change now in terms of social media and all that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah. but the core I think there's those core truths that just still resonate that are just amazing. So that's one of my favorite ever books. Yeah. Oh, to check it out. Get it. So, Brett, like, you've definitely achieved so much, like, in your business, like, so many different areas. I mean, like, just the podcast, that's freaking amazing. Like, what would you say is your biggest achievement or what is, like, something you just look back on and be like, oh, my gosh, that happened, that was epic, that was amazing? <laughs> um, my biggest achievement, without a shadow of a doubt, is my two beautiful kids. they're just the best i i could not be more proud of my kids i could not love my kids more um they're just they're my world like they're why i do everything that i do um because they're just incredible i love them and and they're my passion for doing everything that i do you know my my whole whenever i sit down and think about like why do i do this why do i keep doing this Mm. why am i so passionate about it why do i work at it every day it's because i want to create a better world for my kids to grow up in That's that's what motivates me. That's what inspires me. So they're definitely number one and then daylight. Oh, that's You're amazing. amazing. I love that. For a tear to my eye. Mine too. So that got me cool. going. <laughs> Gosh. So with your podcast and also you're on social media and things like that, you have like a pretty engaged community and a, a great following. Like you have events and things all over Australia. Thanks. Let's talk about like your community and how important it is to actually connect with them in real life. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, we had, you know, obviously we had the podcast show going for, 
I'm not sure how long, maybe a year or so before we had our first wellness summit. Um, And so we'd been kind of plugging away and, you know, we knew that it was going okay. Like, well, I mean, honestly, we had no idea how the podcast show was going until our community engaged with us. So, you know, we had someone send us a message and go, do you realize that your podcast show is the number two health podcast show on iTunes? And we were like... (laughs) What? We had no idea. We didn't know how many people. We didn't even. I think at that stage, we didn't even know how to track our stats around how many people were listening. We were just kind of doing it because we thought it was cool, and you know, some people seemed to be listening, and some people seemed to be getting benefits. So we thought it was great. And so this guy does this. He tells us you're number two on iTunes, and we were so excited. (laughs) We recorded a whole podcast about how excited we were about getting to number two on iTunes, and then the next day we checked the stats and we were number one. And we oh were blown away. So this was about four months into doing our podcast and we yeah. hit number one. And so we were just like, okay, this is like three people. We all The only promo we'd done was created a Facebook page and shared the podcast on the Facebook page. We didn't even post on it regularly. I don't think we even at that stage would answer people's questions regularly. <laughs> we just started recording and something just resonated with people, you know, yeah. and so it just took off um, and it was amazing. Um, but but as I said, then it wasn't then until probably about 12 months in that we had our first wellness summit. And, uh-huh. you know, we organized our wellness summit in the space of about six weeks. We decided yeah. we we're going to do this wellness summit and we did it. We had no idea how to run a live event. We had no idea how to promote a live event. We had no idea what we were doing. Um, uh-huh. Fortunately, we brought on Marcus Pierce into our team who's our kind of fourth wheel on the wellness couch. And, uh, and he helped us organize that wellness summit because we would have just like – like Lawrence, Damien, and I are kind of big ideas people. Right? So we're mm. like, let's have a wellness summit. That'll be fun. But we didn't know <laughs> that we had to book a venue, you know, that we had to actually <laughs> was on. You know, we had nothing organized. And we had about 170 people come along to this first wow. event on the Gold Coast just out of nowhere. It was amazing. And so um, that was our first experience of meeting the people who listened to our show. And the stories that they told us were unbelievable. Like we yeah. couldn't believe the stories they were telling us about the things they were changing and the way our show had impacted their lives, we were blown away. We had no idea of the impact the show was having. And so that was crucial for us because I think the biggest thing that did was it gave us a massive leg up in terms of our motivation to keep going and to keep improving and to do better and to share more. And I think at that stage we just launched the Wellness Couch. So we'd we'd realized that because of the popularity of the Wellness Guys and because people just kept asking us, like basically everyone wanted us to do our show every day and we were yeah. like, we can't record a show a day. Like we've yeah. all got our own practices. We've all got our own businesses outside of our practices. We've all got our own kids. Yeah. There's no way we're recording a podcast show a day. So we were like, we're going to have to you know, get some people in to help us out. So I think by that stage we had maybe four or five shows on the wellness couch and, um, and it just, yeah, the feedback was amazing and it just inspired us to want to grow that and to do that even more and, mm-hmm. you know, and that feedback, as you said, you know, many of the interviews we've done on the shows have been because of feedback from listeners. People have told mm. us who they want to hear from, who they want to listen to, who we should interview. You know, they've told us what they'd like to have at their live events. You know, they've given us great feedback from all of our live events and our summits and those sort of things. So it's, um, you know, that feedback has been crucial. And the other thing is just the relationships that have developed because of that. I know, you know, you mentioned Cave Camp before. Cave Camp's probably been the biggest one for me in terms of creating some really intimate relationships with people who are just so on the same wavelength. I mean, obviously, 
you know, meeting you guys at Cave Camp, yeah. although I knew you guys before then, but getting the chance to spend that weekend with you at Cave Camp, you know, mm. people who've come along to Cave Camp, like Leah Follett, um, yeah. like um, like Leah Williamson, who does the Brisbane yeah. Paleo Group, you know, yeah. there have been just some amazing people, um, Clint and Amy, who do the Sunshine Coast Paleo yeah. Group. So these people who we've got to spend time with and connect with and form a relationship with um, that have really become just great friends and, mm-hmm. and just really a close part of my community now um, is the other amazing thing of doing those live events. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, th- those, those connections are, are so important. They just, they just feed your soul, don't they? Yeah, totally. And I think like the meeting in real life thing and like spending like, two whole days or three whole days or even longer with a group like it's like you've known them forever and I think like there's so much value to attending live events whether it's like to progress in health or just your happiness or your business I mean like we are avid conference goers and events goers and like we can like pinpoint life-changing moments because of certain events yeah and like and we always think imagine if we didn't go like life would be so different some like yeah so i think that making the investment in attending live events if you're truly interested in something like game-changing can i tell you the funniest thing someone said to me when they came to a wellness summit yeah so uh, this was like whoops i dropped my pen this was like the second wellness summit and I was there at my little table signing books and stuff. And this lady comes up to me. She goes, are you Brett Hill? I went, yeah. She goes, I go to bed with you every single night. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure if that was intending to be creepy. or <laughs> that's a bit. I was so, I went bright red. I was so awkward. I didn't know what to say. But it was the funniest thing ever. I look back at it now and it's just the funniest. So like she read your book, I'm guessing? No, she was listening to the podcast podcast. show. I was like, which one? Like, was she reading? (laughs) That is so funny. You better have a good. So, like, if someone came up to you and said that again, you better have a good comeback. Like, you got to be funny with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just you have to think about that. I'm still that shy little 16 year old who doesn't want to say anything back. Oh, you're Uh, so funny. Um, so Brett, what's your biggest business lesson? Love to share that with our people. Oh, that's um. There's been so many along the way. I would say probably my biggest business lesson. Um, has been that um, I need to find balance in my mm. business, but with business mm. life, with social life, with family life, with relationships. I think mm. you know, there's definitely been times in my life where they've been out of balance, um, and it's really impacted on me and my health mm. and my happiness, but but also impacted on those around me and my family as well. So, I think for me, it's definitely been trying to get that balance right and you know what it's a, it's a work in progress i'm still yeah. getting better at that and figuring out how that goes and you know that, that's a big part of kind of the next phase for me is figuring out how i can you know be more productive and and do more and share more and be more but without having to sacrifice those other things in my life mm, that are so yeah. important to me so that's been a big kind of shift for me i would say probably over the last year or so um, I've been probably shifting and not doing enough of that sort of business development stuff and, and working on where I want to go next um, mm. because I've been more focused on family and, and other things as well, um, yeah. which, which I don't, uh, you know, I don't apologize for. I don't regret no. doing, you know, it was, that was, that was that phase in my life. And, yeah. and now I think the next year or two is very much going to be about me growing back into the business side of things and growing back into that expansion but mm-hmm. but doing it in a more balanced way mm. with that so that I'm not sacrificing all of those other things to do it. 
Totally. Oh, we so, so agree good. with that. And because we always hear so many stories of people burning out and people yeah. like, you know, just sticking themselves into the ground. And we're all about no burnout. Like yeah. we always yeah. say that, no burnout ever. Well, so you know, um, I'm really excited for you. It comes back to that thing for me of just of being kind to myself, you know, yeah. of doing the things that make me happy, you know, doing the things that make me joyous. And when you're out of balance like that, then you're not getting that fulfillment. You know, you're not mm. getting that joy in all of those aspects of your life, which is you know, which is not to say that that you don't have to make sacrifices. You know, you can't be all things in all areas all the time. You know, there, there is always going to be a bit of give and take to try and make that work. But but it means that you know, when you've got the balance right, or you know, when you yeah, it's probably never right, is it? Like, there's no right or wrong. But yeah. but when you feel like it's working, and you're able to yeah. get that enjoyment in each of those areas of your life, then I think that's when you're at your happiest. Totally, totally. I love that. Me too, and. Brett, you're all about health, happiness, well-being, and we love reading all your stuff online. But starting a healthy lifestyle or making that first change, it can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming because there is so much everywhere, all this information coming at us. Yeah. So what would be like your suggestion of where someone could begin then their healthy lifestyle changes? <laughs> Am I allowed to say my own book? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it. really, that that was my whole intention when I wrote How to Eat an Elephant. Right, mm. that's that's the whole purpose of that book. Is it's you know it's got ninety seven chapters, and as you know, it's not a big book. Is they're just yeah. short little chapters, yeah. and the whole intention of that is to make it easy for people to not only get started but to keep going as well. Because mm-hmm. you know, I think what's more important than you know how big you start or how much you're doing is you know how well you can maintain that you know what what's more important than how fast you're going is what direction you're going in you know mm-hmm. so uh, it's all about chunking it down and just taking small steps and you know it's, we used to work kaizen you know small yeah. steps of continual and never ending improvement because as i said what you know what's more important than where you are in 6 weeks is where you are in 6 years you know so yeah. you can go on a 6 week crash course but if it's not sustainable if you end up falling back right where you started well how much have you really benefited? You know, how much have you really grown from that? How much have you really taken to make your life better? Whereas if you can make one small change that you can actually stick with for the rest of your life, mm. then those start to add up. You know, it's a bit like that snowball effect one by yeah. one by one. Yeah. You end up making a massive change over a longer period of time, but it's sustainable. And, and that's really the key, I think, is creating that sustainable change. So the beauty of the book is you can just take you know one of those chapters and the one that you would most like to work on, the one that's going to be easiest for you to work on, you mm-hmm. pick the smallest possible increment. You know, My idea is you make it so small that you couldn't possibly fail. That's the yeah, whole idea around the book because that. when you do that, guess what happens? You succeed and you yeah. feel good about succeeding. You notice the changes yeah. and it makes it easier to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And as I said, before you know it, you know, you've made a massive change. You know, they often say, yeah. Um, you know, people overestimate how much they can do in a day and they underestimate mm. how much they can do in a year, you know. So yeah. it's like you don't need to do it all today but you so need to true. just keep taking steps in the right direction. And so long as you do that, then you'll get to where you want to go. It, it just takes time. I love it. Oh, I love it so, so much. Good. Oh, so much good advice for our listeners. I think everyone is going to just lap it all up. Now we have one last question for you, but before we get into that, we'd love you to tell everybody where they can find more info about you and your books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the best spot to find most of that stuff is on my website, which is drbretthill.com. So that's D-R-B-R-E-T-T-H-I-L-L.com. And if they go to the shop tab there, they'll see the books. They can find out all the information about all of that stuff. Um, they can sign up for my newsletter there so they get all the updates of, you know, we do lots of talks in Adelaide and stuff as well. I've, we've got these two mm-hmm. sisters coming to do a talk in Adelaide in the next <laughs> month or so, which is going to be awesome. Well, that sounds good. So they'll be able to find out how to listen to you girls <laughs> live in Adelaide on my website. I think that'll be up by the time this episode goes live. Um, yeah. But then the other spot to go for stuff is if they go to, um, well, they can obviously find me on social media. So I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I don't use it very much. I'm probably going to be on Snapchat because the girls are yeah. me about it. So probably as soon as I hang up here, I'm going to sign up for Snapchat and try and find out what the is going on there. And um, so, but then the other spot is obviously the Wellness Couch. So if you go to thewellnesscouch.com, you will find my podcast shows there and the 18 other podcast shows there. There is just amazing. an unbelievable wealth of amazing information on that podcast network. So. Go there and you'll be entertained for the next couple of years because <laughs> there's so many podcasts there. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, awesome, Brett. And that, that very last question is what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think it is oh, – I'm not sure. I would say my mantra at the moment is just keep going. Yeah, that's, I like so that. So it's like you know, because I'm because trying to find this balance as I was talking about. Mm. It's like, well, you know, it may mean that I can't do as much as I wanted to do today. You know, it may mean mm. that I'm not going to get where I want to be as quick as maybe I ideally would like to. But it's just that reminder that so long as I'm each day taking a mm. step that's getting me closer to that goal, then I'm always mm. heading in the right direction. And so I've just got to focus on. What's my next step? What's my next step? And as long as I just keep taking those next steps and, and as I said, try and do something each day that gets me a bit closer, then I'm heading in the right direction and I will get there. Oh, we love that. And we want to thank you again, Brett, for coming on the show. We're so grateful for your time and also your knowledge. It's just been amazing. Thanks for having me. So much fun. told you it was going to be an epic episode field of gold right right awesome okay guys so if you want more info on merrymaker club and all that stuff that we spoke about at the beginning of the episode go and head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash club guys we're so 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 excited about this and we're going to be sharing an entire episode of how we went about developing the membership site and things like that because i know that's probably what you're mostly interested in like how we actually created the membership club so you can go and do it yourself for your own businesses oh i'm so excited okay guys have the best day ever and we'll talk to you soon When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.